one other thing that led up to this was I had to lose weight. And I ended up losing um, 20 pounds in four days. What? Yeah. Is that even possible? Well, because... Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork? Yeah. Okay. So I am here with Jason Ingwalson, the D is silent. Ingwalson, did I say it right? Jason yes. Ingwalson. And Jason, uh, can't, how did I meet Jason? I met Jason through a mutual friend who, let me just say it like this. He was like, you got to meet this guy because he's got the most amazing story and he's done so much to um, make a difference. And he's so clear on his vision for his life that it's, it's really inspiring. So the cherry on top was he's a boxer, not just a boxer, like world-class top of his game boxer. So you guys know I am completely enthralled by boxing. I talk about it all the time. I've written about it. I believe that life can equate to boxing in so many ways. I have my top, and Jason, I'll share this with you. I have my top 20 philosophies to live by that all relate to boxing. You get down on the mat, you get right back up quick before you get down again. Let's see, blood it, or what, what's the other one? Um, it's better to run than take a pounding at times. So there are a bunch of them. I'll share them with you and I'll share them with everybody because I, I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned from the boxing ring. But Jason, your story is really unique because of a series of incidents that happened to you. So let me start by asking, why boxing in the first place? When I was actually, when I was five years old, that's when my mother, she enrolled me in the martial arts because uh, while I was in uh, kindergarten, I was, uh, I guess I was, I was small for my age and I was uh, shoved around, pushed around by other kids. My mother, she was worried. She said, oh, I don't want bully, my little boy to be uh, bullied and picked on. And um, Mom, so, Mama Hen was taken yeah, over, so, huh? So she decided right off the bat, put me right into martial arts. Hmm. And so enrolling in martial arts, and um, it uh, started off, my, my confidence just went up. And martial arts, it was, it was great for it. And for two years, I was, um, in my knowledge in, in, in martial arts was, was getting better and better and better, as well as uh, my confidence in, in life was mm. just getting better at such a young age. I was, I was more, more and more outgoing. And so, so you could feel that. Yes, yes, I was. I was. I was young and I was. I was, was your mom outgoing. perceiving that yeah, too? Yeah, she, she sure was, and she loved it because I was. Whatever I did, I I, I went after. It. I tried to be the best. But and at the age of seven, uh, that's when something took a turn. While I was at home, um, playing with my friends in, in, in the street in a ball in Irwindale, California, I was walking across the street and I walked right in front of a car and I was hit by a car and um, oh my I was uh, sent to the emergency room and I was and I was placed in the body cast. 
And it was it was not too good with the doctor saying I would have a little chance of having uh, an athletic life and just and just little chance of um, being being an athlete. But by by but about a six months to a year later, I was back on my feet. What strong? Yeah, after six months. Wow, but that doesn't even seem like that long. No, no, I was I was one that I really wanted to get back out there. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So talk about mind over over body, right? Yes. So uh, yeah, actually, after six months, I'm back on my feet. Um, three months later, the, the cast removed, but six months back on my feet, and I was actually enrolled back in the martial arts. And I'm back at it again. Amazing. Yes. Now, was she scared to death for well, you to get back into well, it? She, she, she wanted me. She wanted her son to, to, to be, to be an athlete, to do what he. She pushed me. She wanted me to be the best I could be at whatever I wanted to be. So she was all for me, going after my dreams, going after my goals. Yes, I know, hard at the same time. It's my mom. She was mm-hmm. always worried. But by the age of ten, I, I. Uh, earned a first week black belt in martial arts by the age of 10 yes that is a kid that you don't want to mess with (laughs) right (laughs) didn't you want to wear that black belt to school and just be like check it out i sure did i was in school i was so confident and um but i also learned um discipline and it helped out my school as well so uh, my my grades were at really good grades a's and b's kept kept my grades up honor rule and so it really uh, transferred over to my school in such a great way. Amazing. So, okay, so you have this background in martial mm-hmm. arts. You've been through this highly traumatic experience by the age of seven. Your willpower, obviously, is something that is probably just instinctive for you. How did you take it then to the next level with boxing? Well, well, before before boxing, well, throughout my, when I was in martial arts, my mother, she also rolled me in, like, different sports, uh, played soccer, baseball and I, and I was always a uh, soccer one of the best players on the team uh baseball i was on mvp team sport too, soccer right? yeah my family loves soccer mm. from argentina and Uruguay, so that soccer is big in the family yeah. so that was pretty big soccer and, and i love that and i excelled in baseball i was a pitcher and all-star mvp and that went great and um but by the age of uh 10 i was uh, my mother my dad he uh enrolled me in, in football so I played football. So um, you played was, everything. Yeah, ten years old. I'm in football with pads and everything. On the team, there was another kid on the team named Eddie Rivera. His dad was the coach, and I guess Eddie he was a he was a boxer. Hmm. And so, and and him and my dad they would talk, and they said, and so I invited uh, Eddie to my uh, karate karate dojo, and then he said, okay, then and in return I'd go to his boxing do- boxing gym, and so. I invited him over, and the first day we had a sparring session in, in, in martial arts. So sparring in the first day, his first day in there, we're sparring. He ended up beating every he beat everybody up in the whole gym. <laughs> All the kids, he was just destroying kids. He's a bruiser. I, he actually hit one kid, punched kid through a small wall. Oh there my wall. goodness! Yeah, and it was like wow. And then um. So I'm like, Did all huh. the kids clear out after that? Uh, yeah, it was, it was like, he was, he was, he was, he was a, how do you say, he was a beast. Mm. <laughs> Eddie Rivera, he sure was. He was the kind of kid just, just go out, go for the kill, as you would say. I'm like, whoa, he That's was awesome. something else. So I said, okay, well, let me, let me try the boxing. Let me, let me, so I went to the gym. The first day in the gym, Baldwin Park, um, I was there. My dad's bragging to the, one of the coaches there, head coaches there. Yeah, my son, he's a karate national champ, black belt, national champ, this and that. And the coach looked at me, yeah, yeah, looked at first took a look at me, yeah, okay, grab a rope, grab a jump rope. And then my dad came out bragging. He said, okay, 
hop in the ring. So now I'm in the ring. You're like, boxing gloves. <laughs> and so I'm in the ring, boxing gloves. I'm confident. And mm-hmm. so, but in martial, the difference between boxing and the martial arts that I was in was in martial arts, the matches are three points you win. So you hit them, stop, point here, three points, and it's over. Boxing. Mm-hmm. It's three minutes nonstop. It's yeah. So so in boxing, and um, you're more of an toward an angle, and in martial arts, I was more f- front forward, mm. wide open to be hit. Right, right. <laughs> and I yeah, I, I, I was I was hit. So first round, I went out there, and I hit the kid one hard punch. Boom! He came back with ten. Boop 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 in my head. I was like, whoa! I hit him again. Bam, he came out 10 more punches. Oh my goodness, I was beat up so Different bad. technique, huh? So bad. Everybody, everybody in the gym was like, whoa, whoa, this kid. I I took a beating. <laughs> and um But you got back up. But but what made me, there's something that made me was mm. I came back the next day mm. and I stuck with it. And so, okay, so from that point developed your love. Now flash forward to being a champion. You were a champion mm. at everything that you tried. Right. So yeah. this mindset was nothing new for you. But talk a little bit about your journey to becoming a boxing champion. Okay. Well, it actually started off when I was 13 years old. I was, I entered the Junior Olympics, 1993 Junior Olympics, and I won the gold medal in my division, the intermediate division, won mm-hmm. the gold medal. Then by the age of 15, I was in the National Junior Olympics. And I won the gold medal. Then Unbeatable. By, yes. Then by the age of 17, it's the first year in the Olympic level division to where and um, I won. I was national champion, rated number one in the United States. Mm. And at 17 years old, that was a big year for me. My confidence was so high. I was, And I was given the amazing award of Boxer of the Year. I was going to say you were given that honor Boxer by... Of the year. Yes. I, well, first I was given the award of Boxer of the Year because during that year, what led up to that was there was a tournament called the Muhammad Ali Cup. Mm. And I represented the United States in my division because I was rated number one. And it was held in Louisville, Kentucky, Muhammad Ali's hometown, and countries all around the world. It was, it was a big tournament. Mm. It, was, it was tough. But it, it was in this tournament, rewind it a little bit, because in training camp for this tournament, I suffered an injury in training camp. Mm. My, my back, I started, my back kind of like went out on me. It was hurting really, really bad. So... I told the coaches, and, and the next day the coaches they sent me to the um, to the chiropractor, and so I went to the chiropractor, and that just made my back even worse because he cracked my back different ways. It was worse than it than it was at the beginning. Then um, so that when I went back that night, the next day I was gonna be cut for the team. So the next day when I woke up, um, I was like, okay, I tell the coach you're okay. Tell the coach you're okay, and I told him I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I, I ran. I ran very, very, very slowly, and it hurt real bad. Oh man! Oh my! I was in, I was in pain, and um, but after that, that night, that same night, I was the first day I went running with the team. That same night, I went back to where we were staying. In. The training camp was at Marquette Michigan University because that's where the they had a Olympic training center camp there. They had Olympic boxers actually stationed at that camp, so that's where the training center was at. And that night, I went for a walk. And I was just, my back was hurt. I was just praying. God, what's with my back? My back is hurt. And um, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed that night. Just, I, I need my back. I, I, I want to feel better. Mm. I want my back. I need, I need healing in my back. And so the next morning, I woke up. The next morning, I woke up. 
my back was a little better. Mm. It was a little bit better. So I started training with the rest of the team, running. And then now fast forward into training camp, I'm feeling great. Awesome. My back is healthy as can be. And so when the tournament began, my first match, I won. My second match, I won. Mm. My third match, I won. I was I was on fire. It was it was amazing. Mm. And um, I won the gold medal in my division. Amazing. And you got an honor from Muhammad Ali himself. Yes. After I won the gold medal for my division, um, out of all the boxers in the tournament, the judges, they select the MVP of the tournament, which is called the Ali Cup. And when they called my name, wow. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. It was it was really, really amazing. Well, you earned it. And you earned it from so many different perspectives, from heart, too. And I, I, think, um, I think teaching kids about how important fitness is from a young age has so many different positive uh, repercussions. And what, what did you learn from being a child athlete? What, what lessons do you feel like helped you now as an adult because you got involved in sports at such a young age? You know, obviously it taught you hard work and perseverance and getting up when you were hurting and it might just be easier to lay down and, and just stop or, or quit. Yes, it, it, at, at a young age, it just, um, through different trials that I went through, each sport that I was in, and mainly from boxing, there were so many different trials I had to go through that built me up, that built my, that strength inside my heart, built my mind. Was the, I had so much confidence because it, it was built up. It started off real hard because I had to go through all these trials. Each trial, I got stronger. Right. Each trial, I got stronger. And it was like everything that I went through, it built my strength, built my confidence to where everything I did, whether it was inside the ring or outside the ring, it was, I was, uh, it just, it just built my strength up inside, inside my body, which was amazing. So what do you think? So, okay. So I'm going to share this part. And I know that this was really hard on you. Mm -hmm. You're on top of the world, literally. You're the world champion. And something pretty devastating happened. Can you tell us about that? Yes. While I was rated number one, 1997, 1998, 1999, right before the 2000 Olympics, um, I, uh, I had a one day. And so I told my coach and I had an MRI performed in my brain. And the doctors, they found bruising all around my brain. And is that typical for boxers? No, 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 it's no, no. No. Well, in each each case is different, but apparently it's not. So so it's so no. But uh, I just had headaches one day, and um, so I had an MRI performed in my brain, and like I said, they found bruising all over my brain. It was a shock to myself, shock to my team, because I wasn't one to get hit like others. Mm. I I didn't get hit that much. Mm. Do they and, think um, it might have even gone back to the car accident? It, it's a possibility. It's just from what it, what it, what it stemmed from. I'll tell you what it stemmed from was because in boxing, um, making weight is a big is a big tool in your body. As in, you have to always make weight, cutting weight, and the water weight. Mm. And I know I lost a lot of water weight training camps, losing water weight. So I took away water from my brain, which my I learned your brain is like a sponge. You get hit, boom, your brain's gonna go everywhere left and right and so that's what caused damage was was a weight loss mm. weight loss hits combined the head, with getting combined hit, getting hit mm. it's a, it, that took a big toll on my body and that's that's that is a big thing that boxers deal with today 
and a lot of boxers have damage on their brains because of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is a big issue going on today. Yeah, is the weight loss, and with the weight loss causes brain damage because it's, it's it just leads up to getting your taking shots to the head, and um. So they found this bruising. Mm-hmm. What did they do? They found bruising automatically. Almost cut from amateur boxing. My career was ended right there. What? How did so, that? I can't even imagine how was, that felt. I, I I left home at an early age. I was I grew up with my mother. They grew up with my father, and I I left home when I was seven years old to live with my coach. Moved to Las Vegas, Nevada, and I I sacrificed so much to go after my dreams and to to be a champion. Mm. I sacrificed so much. That was my my goal: be a world champion as a boxer. And I, yes, I want to provide for my family and just be be the be the best I could be. And it was like when it ended, when they told me I could not box anymore. Oh, it it hurt so oh, much yeah. inside my. I was ripped apart inside my heart. I didn't I didn't understand because I sacrificed so much, and that was everything with my faith inside the ring and outside the ring. I walked walked a good life, lived a good life, and just. Everything I did was I tried to be positive, be positive all the time. And when this happened, I just it was it was difficult. It was hard. But but uh, my coach, who's my mentor, he told me, Jason, have patience, because I didn't understand. I, I I prayed God. I screamed at God. Why? Why did this happen? I did everything right away, and then this happens. And so I just had to be patient, be patient. And it was it was just very 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 difficult though to. So what did you do after that point? After after that, I uh, I was in, in a case at the same time. I still wanted a box. Right when my career was over, I still wanted a box. But I went, I had a got a part time job, working for a, as a um, courier at a hospital, and um, just a small part time job. At the same time, I tra- I still I, I trained. I, I didn't tell anybody, but I was training boxing still a little bit, not in the ring, mm-hmm. but just hitting the bag. And I trained. And after a year went by. Um, I'm back in the gym training, and I had another MRI performed on my brain, and I was actually given the okay to box again. Hmm. So wow, how did that did, feel? Yeah, I was like, wow, this is this is my I got it again. This is your chance. This is my chance to do it again. And so 2002, I turned professional, hmm. and my first fight was in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and I won. Wow! And I won the comeback. I was, that comeback, yes, I won. And I had three fights back to back as a professional, and knockouts and everything and I was great I was on top of my game what weight class were you I was a lightweight division lightweight. which was 130 130 mm-hmm. pounds and so but once again um in my before my fourth fight that's something happened in my fourth fight as well because the headaches I once had before my career ended as an amateur they came back again mm. and I didn't say nothing to my coach I didn't say you didn't want to get pulled no, out no, I didn't I didn't say too much and so um, I just kind of kept it quiet and I went ahead and fought and it was not good because one other thing that led up to this was I had to lose weight and I ended up losing um, 20 pounds in four days. What? Yeah. Is that even possible? Well, because before, well, in order for this to take place, well, first of all, I was, uh, I was doing great. I was offered a fight. I was out and, and if I accept this match, it was against a guy that was like, had losing work record. And if I won, I was going to sign a big contract. So they pretty much the guy was set for a set win for me, easy mm-hmm. win for me. But the deal was the fight was at 130 and I was weighing 150 because I was taking a slight short break. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, well, the, the way I lost the weight, was, it was rough. I even had a prescription from a doctor. 
which was not too good. Mm. It was it just got everything out of my body, and it was just they say you can't. Is that go. pretty common? No, uh, well, or not necessarily. Not necessarily. It was just certain laxatives and everything that just get everything out of your. And body. you know, by the way, that's not uncommon for a lot of people to do, even that are not athletes. That'll mm. take different laxatives and things like right. that to help them lose weight quick. Uh-huh. But this one, I, I lost weight. Which isn't healthy. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. But at the same time, I was training. So I'm losing weight, not eating, no food, no water, wow. little sips of water every now and again. So by the time fight time came, I was uh, I was so, so, I was gone. Were you weak? I, I, weighed, I weighed in and I could barely stand on the scale. I was just, I was so thin. I could barely stand. So I made the weight. After that, we went straight to get a, they took me to get a bite tea. And I ordered a, I remember I ordered a cereal. I'm sorry, I ordered oatmeal and pancakes. I had one scoop, one scoop of uh, of oatmeal, and uh, one slice of pancakes. And I was full. My stomach had shrunk so much. I was filled up. That was mm-hmm. it. That's all I could fit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And it was I just drank water. And um, but then another another bad thing about this situation was I mean, in, bo- in fresh box, you weigh in, you fight the next day. This one, this was like the last time you did it. You weighed in, you weigh in, and you fight the same day. Oh, so it so was you like, fought that so day. So I fought the same day. I didn't get no no rest time whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I went back, took a shower, and tried to rest for two hours, and that was it. So my brain was not too good. Did you fight that day? I went ahead and fought that day. Yes, I, when I got in the ring. So that day, I did fight. And uh, leading up into where I got into the ring, so okay, we're at the we're at the boxing at the, at the auditorium, and I'm in the in the dressing room warming up with my coach. And my body was was so weak. I just, my body was so, so weak. And I just relaxed. I didn't say nothing to my coach. I just, and then when we went to warm up on the hand pads, I couldn't even punch the hand pads. Every time I hit the hand pads, my hands hurt so bad. So I told my coach, I'm okay, I'm warm. I'm okay, I'm warm. And it was, uh, my body was like it was It was rejecting I, I, you. I was, yes. And I didn't say nothing. Mm. And walking to the ring, I was so nervous because walking to the ring, I couldn't even walk straight. I was worried I was going to, Wow. fall over so what i did was i bounced bounced the ring because if i had to walk straight or that my my mind balance my mind was like almost vertigo it was i was going side to side and i barely made inside the ring and uh when that bell rang for the first round i tried to throw a couple of jazz i had nothing in my stomach nothing in my mind my mind nothing in my body it was just there was nothing nothing no energy in my punches i threw a jab a soft jab and uh, I just couldn't do nothing. Then he hit me with a soft jab that skipped my head. And it was like. And it knocked you out? No, no, a soft jab. And I was like, well, it hurt so bad. Hmm. It hurt so bad. I was like, wow. Then he hit with another punch and I had to take a knee. And, and I was like, wow, I couldn't believe it. It hurt so bad. Oh. And I got back up, he hit me with another shot, and I went down. And I, had, and I, and I, I did get up, but I had to walk away. So that's it. It was, it was rough. I was, after I came back to Las Vegas, bad, huh? Um, had another MRI performed on my brain, and the doctors they found bruising all over all my over brain, again. many areas all over my brain. They said new areas. If you yes, it was like surrounded. They said your brain was like all around, not just one area, but all around my brain. They said if you ever get hit it again, you would die. So, okay, that's that's really, and I'm sorry that you had to go through all of that. That's that's the pivot point because that's the point where you say I can't do this anymore. Yes, you know you. You had your comeback. You got to win a few times. It felt really good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you tasted that yes, feeling I, of success, I, and I, that was it. So you're at this point, and the doctors are saying, no more. 
you can't. Mm. Did you in your heart believe it? Uh, it or did so you think maybe it, it'll it, be just it, like it last was, time where I got to go back in again? It, it, it was so hard. It was so, so, so hard. I just, I, I was very confused. Uh, I, something I wanted to do and I just, my body, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. And my heart, I want to win. I want to go after my dreams, go after all my goals, everything I want to do. I don't want nothing to hold me back. And it was like, I couldn't do it. That's when I spoke to my coach. My coach just told me, Jason, have patience and God will give you an answer on where you're at, what you got to do, on why things are happening, why they're happening. And so I just say patient. And as time went by, I received the answer. What was the answer? It was it was like, after all these years, now that I'm not boxing, it was like, God, use me. I was put through these tests, different trials. Use me to use my life to help others. That's what it's for, is to help another life. And you're doing that. And nowadays... I'm so thankful if I had to go back, if I went back to 1997, 1998, and I was number one, but it took off, became world champion. You know what? I would not change one day. Really? I, would, I would go through all these trials in and out of the hospital for all these years. There was, it was 10 years in and out of the hospital. It was, it was really, really rough. So my you wires, even went into a coma, I, I, didn't yes, you? I had wires hooked up to my whole entire body. I would stay in the hospital for, for three days at a time with wires hooked to my body, just, just, and um, if I had a chance to go back, I would not change one day because I'm able to talk to kids, talk to people, and then tell them that, have faith, you can do it, live positive, keep keep strong in your mind, your body, your soul. Mm. And, and that's beautiful. And I, I think, you know, you're now working with kids and you're empowering them to live this truth and to really believe in themselves and doing it through athleticism, getting them into a place where their bodies are something that they take care of. Mm -hmm. Do you think that kids get that? Do you think they understand what the importance of that is when you teach it to them? Do they feel it? Well, at, at, at first, at first, they, it just, it, it, it's like very, um, they don't fully understand it at first. But it's like, but they love it. Mm. They just love, they just don't understand what they feel, but they love it. And they stick with it. And then after time goes by, they love it so much. They love it even more. And they understand, they get an understanding. And they groom and it. They grow. Yeah. They, and they groom it. And they grow and they grow and they grow. And um, they tell me they're so happy. They tell me, thank you all the time, Jason. Thank you so much. Mm. And, it, and it's great just to help someone, help another out. What's help. your favorite story? What's what's a child that you've you've seen kind of blossom? Wow, wow. Is there one see. that stands yeah, out? Yeah, well there, there there's a few. There's a few. There was two two brothers, Michael and Johnny. And and I helped these two brothers. They're they they brought them to me, two brothers, and they were they were Did they used to beat each other up? Um well they they were they were they were both kinda like they, they wouldn't they yeah, of course they, they, they would fight all the time with each other, but they were just kinda like outside each other, they were very uh nervous. They didn't they were like it was it was like they went um they were not outgoing. Oh, okay, right. So then so I put them on the hand pads. The first day I said, fellas, fellas, let's get it going. Let's get it going. So I trained them both at the let's same time. Get ready to same roll. time. I trained them at the same time. I had actually had one holding the push position, and here I'm working with the other one. Mm. And I just switched off. And every day I worked with them, I wouldn't just train them, but I, I talked to them all the time and just encouraging words. Let's go. Let's do this. Today we're going to give it 100%. Mm. Just put that in their minds 100%. Let's 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 go for it all the way. Yeah, the best and just all these positive words and with the training, and they're just taking off and they're just so happy as can be now. 
now now they graduated graduated high school. That is and they're so both doing amazing. And it's it's just there there's many different stories, many different kids that I have worked with, and it's just great that they're just doing so much and, and they're no longer boxing, but they're doing they excelled in their lives and one is uh going to going to school, I believe he's gonna be an attorney. Oh. And they're 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 taking off and one one actually um is serving in the forces, air forces. But it's it's just they're they're but they're they're so positive. And of course, girlfriends soon fiancés at such a young age and everything but they're just they're just so positive and it just all start off starts off at a young age yeah so what okay so we're really dedicating to teaching people how to take control of their health what would be the one tip that you would offer either a parent or a grandparent or whoever might be listening what's the one thing that they can do to get their kids healthy well first of all they have to uh, talk to you <laughs> Well, thank you for that. Come. <laughs> the book, the, get this book. That's what they need to do. That's it's so so important. So important to um if, if they because they want their kids to be healthy. That that comes number one. And I say get them involved. Get involved in, in health groups and fitness groups. Whether it's in a smart, sport that in they sports, can really... martial arts. Yes, try out different, a few different sports, martial arts where they see where they can excel in. Yeah. And because that that's where it starts. It's true because my son is now 10 and he's done a lot of things. He's done yes. soccer. Yes. He's done martial arts. He played his first season of football and now he's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding that with everything, you know, it, it's not a one size fits all. Some kids like certain things mm-hmm. and excel at them and some like others. So you have to find the thing that not only they like, but they're passionate about that they look forward to going and training and practicing and being a part of something. Do you agree? Yes, because just like myself, my mother rolled me at different sports, whether it was in uh, martial arts, soccer, baseball, football, whatever it was, I, I was trying different things, see whatever I excelled in, what I what I liked. Mm-hmm. And, and your child, they'll, they'll let you know what they like, and you'll see how they excel, and you'll see them have this hunger for it, and they'll go after it. And along with that, each sports comes up, taking care of their bodies, which is so important. And nutrition, yeah, all that goes right along with it. Get them, get them in that sport, get them in that. And so, I'll tell you what the one thing that, that drives me crazy is what's that? That we have kids that are athletes, and then we don't feed them like they're athletes. Mm. You know, sugar and lots of sports drinks that have sugary, you know, the sugar and artificial chemicals. Mm. And how do you get them to eat better? The kids that you train, do you talk about nutrition? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm always, I'm always on them. I like everybody, everybody right now, everybody down, do pushups. I know you guys had fast food today. Yeah. Everybody down, do pushups. Who had fast food? And I, and, but so as, as they're down there, I tell so them. So you can tell when they're doing oh, pushups. I, so. I, I just hold them and they're all, they're all hold up and I see them move around their head a little funny i joke with them but same time joking around i find out things oh my boxing coach would always point you know poke at our bellies and be like of course you had an extra burrito (laughs) no you had way too many donuts you know and he'd poke at our bellies just he could tell just by doing that i tell him listen in order to get the best out of your body you have to put the best in your body Mm. so you want to be number one if this sport you want to you want to be in and they like boxing, though. They love, they want to be the best they can be. I said, well, I'm going to tell you one thing. What I had to do was nutrition. Mm. was so, so important. In order to be the best, I had to put the best in my body. So you can't out-train a bad diet, right? No, no, you can't. No. 
So the best athletes in the world, they might cheat every once in a while, but if they're not feeding themselves properly, it's always going to catch up with them. Mm-hmm. It does. Yes, of course, have a snack every, every now and again. But when you start eating healthy and you start, that becomes your snack. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's, it, it, it's good. It's healthy. It's so good. And of course, you have a snack every now and again, but it's a... Uh, you train your muscles and you, you train, train your taste buds. You, yes, you your, your taste buds are actually the most powerful muscle in your body. You are correct. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, okay, it is. so... Here's the fun question. What's your favorite? Like if somebody said, I'm going to cook you your favorite meal, Jason. Okay. Oh what is it? I like empanadas. Oh. Ooh, empanadas. <laughs> and my, my, my tia, my, my aunt, Patricia, she makes these empanadas that are to die for. They're so good. And what are they filled oh with? Oh my goodness. It's, oh, she, she mixes everything. She has, I mean, every flavor there is, some with chicken, some with beef. It's someone's steak. So you can make a healthy empanada. Yes, yeah. you can. That's the thing. Now she knows that's what I like, healthy. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want vegetable empanada. Ah. I changed up spinach empanada. Mm-hmm. Hold the cheese. Right. Hold the cheese. Go light on the cheese. Yeah, light, light. She said, do, oh, it's light on the cheese. You button. can make the the outside wrapper, you know, with whole grain. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. That's another thing with whole grain. Mm-hmm. And um, so the full thing, it's, it's, it's healthy. It tastes good. It tastes delicious. And um, there's also healthy dipping sauces as well. There you go. See, so you can take anything that would be construed as unhealthy or uh-huh. or not good for you and make it clean, right? Yes, you yes, can you give can. it a rehab. Yes, you can. And it just takes a little bit of effort. And that's and for the parents, that's that, that put that effort because put that little effort in there because that's so important. That's that's increases your your life. Yeah. You know, your years to life. It's it's, great. It's 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 just amazing what it can do. What that one meal can do. That one meal is the beginning to so many more. Yeah, a life of good habits. Well, Jason, you have inspired me beyond belief. I know that you are going to inspire everybody that's listening. You are a champion forever, and you are a wellness warrior. Because being a warrior means never stopping. It means looking in the face of whatever it is that might bring you down and saying, uh-uh, I'm not giving up. And that, and that is the picture of what you are. So we honor you today. And where can people learn more about you? Well, thank you. Well, as of right now, I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm so excited to help others as a personal trainer. And so, and I have a website coming out called thefaithfighter.com. Awesome. I love it. Thefaithfighter.com. We'll put that in the show notes so you guys can link to it too. And that I'm so thankful, so happy to work with anybody and everybody because with tips on the website, with come with health, nutrition. So they don't have to come to Vegas to, no, to no, learn they, no, from they you. They no, can no, check no, they you don't. out online. They can check me out online and it, it'll be up and running. And so I'm so excited about that because I just want to help as many as possible. And now with the technology these days, I, if I can help everybody... I want to help everybody. That's awesome. And Jason promised me he'd, he'd show me a few moves. We'd, we'd, uh, we'd get the pads out and he could oh. see, he'd see what I have to, you know, what oh, kind yes. of punches I can throw oh, yes. too. He's going to check those punches <laughs> out. I want to see that one too. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you again. It was a pleasure and hopefully we can have you back on. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? 
I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.